Let's Talk Money. Mary Holm is here, personal finance expert. Hi there. Hi, Jesse. Nice to have you. And what is on your mind this week? I'm worrying about mortgages, mm-hmm. Jesse. I mean, they're such a big part of people's financial lives. Of most people lucky enough to get to the point where they actually have a mortgage, mm. of course, these days. Although, you know, that's going to settle down around the country, I reckon. But, you know, we, we can't have too many New Zealanders not wanting homes and not having them. Yeah. But, um, that's not today's topic. Today's topic is more about how to handle your mortgage, different moves that people make. And there were a couple of sort of worrying trends that got me onto this topic. One was reading recently that people are moving from 25-year loans to 30-year loans. Right. And um, I can... What what is the standard? The standard was 25 years, Uh I, I understand. Why? But... Well, um, goodness knows, I mm. suppose, it's, over the years it's probably evolved a yeah, bit. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, it depends on interest rates. I think probably if we went back to a time when people were paying 10, 12 and 15 sort of percent mortgages, probably the terms were longer then mm. because it does decrease your monthly payments, of course. But um, currently with, with mortgage interest rates pretty darn low by historical standards, uh, the Drift to changing from 25 to 30 year mortgages. I just want to sort of point out to people what why that's not a great idea. Right. And um, I've, I decided to, to come up here with a, a typical mortgage amount and, and, and quote a few numbers great. to people yes, so please. they get a bit of a feel for, for the sort of numbers we're talking about. And that was an interesting exercise, coming up with what's a typical mortgage. It depends on what part of the country you're in. Sure it does. And I, I landed on 400000 in the end, although, you know, in Auckland these days, that's not going to get you far. No. But it would get you a long, long way in, in smaller towns and in places like Dunedin. So that's what we're, we're going to work with, 400000 For anyone who's sort of taking notes and watching the numbers diligently, and if you're in Auckland and your mortgage is 800000 just double all the numbers. It's quite simple. Yeah. Um, so it, should, it should scare you, away eh, the idea of a $400,000 mortgage or 800000 but, but you get used to the idea. Yes. And and you have to, really, if you want if you want to own a home. Yes, the idea of borrowing nearly a million dollars, is it is scary. But you've got years and years to pay it back. I mean, mm. I don't think we don't want people to sort of panic about that but at the same time just be aware of how you can kind of play the mortgage game to win so looking at a $400,000 mortgage at 5% let's say if you change from your loan from 25 to 30 years and you can do that it's not just people getting new loans if you've already got a loan and you're having trouble paying you can go to the lender and quite often they would let you extend the term and that means you're going to be paying roughly $200 less a month which is you know a big help to some people mm. although we're moving from about 2400 to 2200 a month so these are very rounded numbers to give people mm. you know a rough idea so in some ways moving from 2400 to 2200 doesn't make that much difference and the point is if you made that change you would pay 71,000 more dollars in interest mm. over the life of the loan and that's real money it's it's a bit of a tendency when you 
looking at all of these big numbers to it all it feels like you're in a foreign country you know how sometimes mm. in with a foreign currency sometimes you you're paying a hundred yeah. somethings for a cup of coffee yeah. and after a while it all gets kind of yeah. meaningless or you go to club med and you have to use those little beads yeah well, I've, I've never been to club med well someone else but, is paying for me mary but oh, well, uh, yeah. but yeah it becomes oh, oh. meaningless doesn't it yeah it does it does and, and that can that can happen with these mortgage numbers but the thing is if you made that change from 25 to 30 years on our typical mortgage here you would be paying $71,000 more over the time of the loan. And that's real money that you could do, have a lot of lovely holidays with or mm. do the house up with or something. It's, 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 it's big. I mean, it's a decision, though, isn't it? You might say, well, actually, I'd prefer to have more money in the, in the back pocket each yes. month over 30 years rather and, and lose out on that, yes. you know, if it makes life a bit easier. I mean, it's... That's quite right. It, it, well, I'm on your side, but, yeah, no, <laughs> but no, it is a choice, quite, isn't it? You, you're quite right. And, and if you, certainly, if, you, if you're really struggling, that $200 a month would make a difference, would put shoes on the children, so, mm. you know, then then do it. But just don't do it too readily because it, it's $71,000, which is a lot of money. Mm. Uh, it's worse still if people go to interest-only mortgages. And I don't know how many of them are going are being offered anymore. They have been in the past, certainly more on rental properties, I think. Mm. Uh, the, with those, if you're paying interest-only, then your monthly payments are lower, but they're not all that much lower, actually. And you're, ne- you're not making any progress. Mm. You're not getting the mortgage down, you know. And, um, I mean, that's one of the happiest days of people's lives when they make that last mortgage payment. It's it a is. real pity. To- I remember the last yeah. payment of my student loan. That was a good day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lovely feeling. So really avoid the temptation to go interest only, unless it's safe for a short time. If you've lost your job and you're finding another job, mm. that makes sense. But um, generally speaking, it's not a good idea. Uh, and another trend that's also been worrying me is people adding to their mortgage because their house value is rising. Mm. And, you know, we've seen that in Auckland, and now that now that the house values are rising all around the country, that's going to happen more. You feel rich all of a sudden, don't you? Yes, you do. Yeah, you've got a you know $500,000 house, $400,000 mortgage, and then they tell you your house is now worth seven hundred, and you, woohoo, let's go and borrow a bit against the house yeah. and have a nice time. Especially if you've been struggling to meet the mortgage payments, you know, it's tempting to just, um, or struggling to, to make everything work financially, um, tempting to just add, you know, twenty more thousand dollars to the mortgage and go and have a lovely holiday. Mm. Um, and look, you know, I'm not saying that you should never do that, but do it with your eyes open. It's it's um, so assuming here. I'm going to assume that someone who's doing that, who's adding to their mortgage, has probably already switched to a 30-year mortgage just to try and make things work. Mm-hmm. So going back to our four hundred thousand dollar five percent mortgage again. If you add fifty thousand to the mortgage, you're going to be paying two hundred and seventy more a month. But the point is, the total cost will be ninety-seven thousand dollars more. So you've added, you've borrowed fifty thousand more, and it's going to cost you nearly twice that. It's going to cost you ninety-seven thousand because of that doesn't the include the extra seventy thousand you were talking about before. You you're just saying that that, that extra fifty thousand yes. will cost you ninety-seven thousand. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's expensive so holiday. It is. Yeah. It, so you know, think in terms of actually paying double what you think you're paying when if you if you borrow extra against your mortgage mm. to say go on a holiday or um get a new it? car when you don't really need a new car and you know it's it's different if 
you need things. Bernard uh, Hickey, uh, yes. the economist, is listening, by the way. He oh, says, he? yeah, over 30% of owner occupiers and over 60% of landlords use interest only loans. It's high. Oh, that's interesting. Good on you, Bernard. That's useful. Yeah. 30% of owner occupiers. Yeah, yes. That's, and that is, that's really quite depressing. I suggest they go and have a look at what the payments would be. On, there's online calculators all over the place. Every bank's got one, etc. Um, what your payments would be if you went on a 30-year loan instead of interest only. Mm. Uh, you might find your monthly payments aren't that much higher. They're, They're banking on the value of their home going up, up, yes, up. Yes, they and, are. And, yeah, uh, which, and taking care of that principle. Especially in you know the current environments, that's risky. And it just also... It's it's not good psychologically, I don't think, to to feel like you're going nowhere. Mm. Um, and it's out of your control too, isn't it? Yes, yeah. It feels it feels kind of scary to me. It's kind of on slippery ice there. Okay. So have a look at have a look on a calculator and, and at, at what how much more it will cost you, or ask your lender how much more it will cost you to have a thirty year loan, and you might find it's not that much more. Um, what now? Now where are we here? Um, just pointing out to people, too, that if you're doing these sort of things like adding to your mortgage, interest rates very well might rise in the future. You know, probably not in the next year or two. We're not talking about that. But if we're talking a 30-year loan, they could easily rise. And I, we had one listener to this program emailing in a while back that said they were paying 6% in 1971, and within a decade they were paying 26% mm. on their mortgage. But um, this time is different, you know, <laughs> yes. your favourite phrase, eh? That's right. It's, yes, it's never different. Well, look, it probably is different. It's, it's very hard to picture that because that was partly because inflation went crazy. Mm. Um, but you should never count on mortgage interest rates staying at the level they are. It's, it's that scary business. Um, on, a more, on a more positive note, Got some good news here. Mm. Um, quite a lot of the big banks are saying that because interest rates are pretty low now, it's encouraging people to repay their mortgage faster than they have to. So they're making extra payments. BNZ, for example, a while back said 43% of its customers are ahead. They get, they've got ahead on their payments. And that's really good news. And yeah. love to see more of that happening. Um, it, a basic idea with mortgages is that when interest rates drop, Maintain your payments. Mm. Keep them at the level they were. Uh, typically, a bank will let you do that, and be, they should make it easy for you to do that. So, for example, back on our $400,000 loan, 5% for 25 years, our basic loan we're looking at here. Okay, so it's at 5%. If interest rates drop to 4.5%, you're going to be paying a bit over $100 less per month if you go with the, with the rate drop. But if instead you stick with your old payments, you can save $26,000 in interest over the life of the loan. Mm -hmm. And that's, once again, that's real money. It's money that you could have at retirement to do a round-the-world trip or buy a new car or something like that. It's, it's real money. And you'll pay the loan off two years faster as well, which mm. is all... So it's a really neat idea if interest rates drop. And they might do that in the next few years, probably not a lot, but who, look, who knows? Mm. Whenever they drop, try really hard to keep your payments at the level they were at. You managed it then, so keep managing it, you know. And, and if you pay your mortgage yeah. off two years faster, that also means you have an extra two years 
of earning power, right? And, yes. and money that was going to your mortgage going into Absolutely. your retirement or whatever. Yeah, and mm. that can make a, a big difference. So the whole thing's a, it's a real win-win to do that. On the other hand, when interest, interest rates rise, you're going to have to just swallow it and get you know and pay the new money. Mm-hmm. So when they rise, you've got to go with the flow. When they fall, don't go with the flow. Mm. Keep your payments as the way they were. I guess the other option when they rise is for you to stay with the same payment and extend the term of your mortgage. I mean, you wouldn't recommend that, but that's, that's a choice, right. isn't it? It's an option. Yes, it is an option. And, and, and you know, all of this, it's, you know, once again, it's so nice for me to just sit here and say people should be doing this and that and the other thing. And if you're really, really struggling to, as I say, put the shoes on the kids and, and feed them, etc., then by all means, you you know, go for some sort of release. But challenge yourself on that. Mm. You know, you don't always need those new clothes, etc. Um, if there's no interest rate change and you want to want to get stuck into your mortgage, um, you could go to the mortgage lender and actually reduce the term. You can sometimes just go to them, probably always just go to them and say, look, I just want to pay an extra hundred bucks off a month or something like that. But you could also sort of to, to kind of rein yourself in to be perhaps more disciplined about it, reduce your term from 25 years to 20 years. Mm. And if you do that, you'll be paying $300 more a month, so quite a lot. These are all rough numbers. But you pay 68000 less in total on your mortgage. So that's, once again, real money. So these, are, you know, these things, these numbers are big. Yeah. Um. um. Is there a penalty for doing that? Actually, shall I read this next letter that you've got? I might address that. Could you ask Mary Holm, says one of our listeners, Kate, whether what my father always said still holds, get rid of debt if you get extra money. I have extra money coming in due to a contract I've signed. We have $200,000 on mortgage paid at the moment by a tenant. Are there some penalty clauses for early repayment? We have about $120,000 in shares in KiwiSaver and 35000 in cash. We live rent-free on family land and are both nearly 65. And my husband still works full-time. Sounds like things are going pretty well for them. Yes, aren't they lucky they're um, living rent-free on family land? Sounds mm. like a pretty nice deal. So first of all, I want to just talk about, in general, about um, whether Kate's father was wise when he said it's always... He always said to pay down debt. Um and yes, generally speaking, that is a really good idea. The return, if you pay down a mortgage, a 5% mortgage, for example, it means you're getting out of paying 5%, and that's the same as earning 5% on the money you've you've paid it down. So if you pay down the mortgage by $100,000, then... Um, and you get out of paying 5% on it, that's the same as investing the $100,000 and earning 5%. We've talked about this before, yes. but it pays to repeat it because people don't always realise it. It's also a very low-risk thing to do. And getting rid of your mortgage gives you great security. So if you lose your job or if you want to start a business or support the family or, 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 or something like that, you, you can generally borrow back again against you know the the money you've you've paid off mm. early and it gives you all that flexibility to do all kinds of different things if you need to um 
do um, be careful. Though Kate asked about some penalty clauses for early repayment. They tend to apply to fixed rate loans. I don't think there are any floating rate loans where that applies. No. But a lot of people have got the fixed rate loans. And that's because the bank doesn't necessarily, they've got a fixed contract with you, they don't necessarily want you to start changing it. It actually depends what direction interest rates are going at the time. So go and ask the bank if their penalty applies. In some cases, they're quite happy to let you pay off early. And quite often, I understand, they will, even under other circumstances, let you pay, go into them and say, I want to pay regularly 50 bucks more a month or something like that, and they'll let you do that. So go and ask. Yeah. It can't ever hurt to I ask. I tried to do that um, unusually, because when you first get a mortgage, you've got no idea how no. it's going to impact your life. You know, no. you do your budget, but you don't really know what it's like to live with a mortgage. That's right. And we found a few months in that um, that I'd... That, that I budgeted my mortgage payments a bit low and yes. went in and they said that I could turn it up by about, I think it was 15%. Did they? I don't yes. know if it was just my bank or that's across the board, but yeah. they would allow us to, you know, a, a, increase the payments a, a wee bit to a certain yes. amount. even though it was a fixed rate. Like, yeah, that's yes. right. I think that is pretty much across the board. Otherwise, you've um, got to wait till the fixed rate is... Um, finished yeah. the term ends, yes, the fixed rate. So... Um, yeah, for that, for the reasons that there are, is some inflexibility, I do suggest that people um, get have some of their loan be floating. So if you're getting a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage, you might get one hundred thousand of it floating. Tends to be a higher interest rate these days, but it gives you that flexibility of paying money back if you if you want to. But now moving on to Kate's letter here, though, there's an interesting point there. Her mortgage is on a rental property. She said. And that makes things a little bit different when mortgages are on rental property. Um, so the interest is tax deductible, so that means it costs you less. And, and I mm. just want to work through that because people don't always understand that. So with the mortgage interest we pay on our own home, there's no no tax break on it. There is in other countries, but there isn't. In, like in America, you can, and that was great. Um, mm. But in New Zealand, you can't deduct mortgage interest on your home, but you can on rental property because it's treated like a business. So for example, just to just to work through an example here so people understand what that means, with our $400,000 5% mortgage that we've been talking about, the interest on that is 20000 a year. You're paying interest on that. And so you can then deduct that from your okay. income, and it means that your no longer going to pay tax on $20,000 of income. Mm. You've subtracted the mortgage off it, and so that becomes tax-free. So the tax that you would have paid on that $20,000 is roughly 6000 if you're a sort of middle tax mm. bracket person. Roughly speaking, you would have paid 6000 So that means that you've um, paid $20,000 interest on the, your rental mortgage, but you've saved 6000 on your tax, so you've netted out fourteen thousand. So it's actually only cost you fourteen thousand, not twenty thousand in total. Yeah, I hope that makes sense. It's a bit um, hard to follow, but yeah. But the basic um, message is, if you've got a mortgage on a rental property, there there are extra reasons to keep that debt rather than paying it off. Yes, it, it costs you less. It's it's in our example there. It's instead of being a five percent loan, it's basically a three and a half percent loan. Okay. And that's sort of for roughly the rough numbers for people in a sort of middle tax bracket. Um, don't make my friend's mistake. She once said to me, "Oh, look at you know, I get tax. This is tax deductible, and 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 therefore she doesn't think she pays it. She's got rental property, and she was saying, oh, look at you know, 
I pay maintenance on the property, but it doesn't matter because it's tax deductible, mm. so I don't have to pay it. And I said, that's absolutely not true. You have to pay about two-thirds of it. The other third you get off your tax, mm. roughly speaking. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So roughly, if, for very roughly, if people's taxable income is, you know, in middle or upper tax bracket, take about a third off the interest you're actually paying. Okay. Yeah. To the next point, and uh, we've got a letter for you. Mary, I have $70,000 in savings and a $60,000 mortgage. I'm planning on building a new house. Am I better off paying the existing mortgage of $60,000 with my savings and taking out a building mortgage for the new build, which could be three or 400 k or am I better using the savings for an unforeseen cash expenses before the new build? Yeah, so this person's just got the the money there in their savings and not sure whether to whack it off the mortgage now, knowing that mm. they might need to use it quite soon. And generally, as I say, it is a good idea to pay mortgages down. The, what I would suggest for this person is to try and see if they can get a revolving credit mortgage. Um, they probably can. I think all the loans, all the banks offer them these days. So basically then you can, they, this person could pay the, their savings in and reduce their mortgage in the meantime into that revolving right. credit mortgage. So you get the, the benefits. Yes, you get, you're getting, it means that, that the savings is reducing your, you know, your, the interest you have to pay and then borrow back as and when needed. And so in the meantime, because it might be a few months before, I think it's a he, needs the money again, mm-hmm. you're getting the benefit of... of a big reduction in, in, yeah. in your mortgage your payments work for in the you. meantime. Yes. The the only big basic warning about revolving credit mortgages is you do need discipline. You're basically given a big loan and the bank uh, the bank says, you know, buy, you can borrow up to, if you go into the bank and want a $400,000 loan, they might make it 500000 for example, mm. and you can borrow more as you need it. Not a good idea <clears throat> to borrow it to go on holidays and things like that. You want to try and get keep the balance as low as possible on that loan. Yeah. So if you've not, <laughs> I've got really... some friends who just went on a family holiday and I said it was expensive and they, they said I've got no idea. We've oh. got a revolving credit account, oh, so we never no. know whether we're up or down. I'm the same, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to keep track of, you know, yeah. where you're at with that revolving credit. It goes it, up, yes. it goes down. It's it's. It might be a bit hard to keep track of it, but if you get indulgent with it, um, you are going to end up not having such a nice retirement. Now, <laughs> your friend might say, bugger that, the retirement's, you know, on the never-never, and I can't argue with that. I mean, it's money now versus money later, but it's it's more money later. If you if you sacrifice the money now, you'll have quite a lot more later as how the numbers work. You just want to make sure as you're going up and down, up and down, that you're slowly moving in the right direction, That's not right. the wrong direction. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Okay. Any final yeah. points on this this week? Oh, just a couple of just sort of main points because I hope I haven't been too confusing on this, but um, if you if you extend the term of your mortgage or you add to your mortgage, it costs you a lot of money to do that. Um, and repaying your mortgage fast saves you a lot of money. There are tens of thousands of dollars we're talking about, and this is real money. It's money you could be having fun with. Um, if interest rates fall, keep up your old payments and repay a home mortgage before a rental mortgage is the other one because the rental mortgage is tax deductible. It doesn't cost you as much. So get the home mortgage down and before you tackle a mortgage on a rental property. Right. Nice to have you on. 
Pleasure, Jesse. Personal finance expert Mary Holm, who's in once a fortnight on a Thursday just after 2 o'clock.